Culture Lusters, welcome back. This is episode 17 of the Culture Lust podcast. Uh, PSA or public service announcements for those that don't like acronyms. If you're listening to this right now and you're expecting Sharknado, please pause. And then you can come back to this after you've watched the actual movie we're doing. We were planning on doing Sharknado. Some recent developments that could lead to some pretty cool guest hosts. I don't want to drop any hints because I don't want to, you know, hype anything up, but we might be having some people on that had something to do with the movie. I don't know, but we're going to be doing Sharknado probably in a couple weeks. So like I said, go ahead and pause the episode. Now the movie we're going to be reviewing is called bleed B L E E D and um, go watch it and then come back and hear us trash this movie. There are people out there. Who are they? We don't want to find out. And the end begins. Can somebody tell me what is happening? Is this, is this real? Is this real? Hello? Drawing the devil from out of the cycle. And welcome back from the pause. See? Internet magic, man. <laughs> Editing, recording. It's amazing. It's like nothing even happened. So, uh, like I said, we're going to be doing Bleed tonight. I'm your host, James. I'm joined tonight with Scott. What's going on? Scott's Tots, as we like to call them, Ooh. in the back alleys of Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> Where's this weed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, the other part of we is Jones. I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In the back alleys of Virginia. Um, <laughs> um Jones Bones? I don't know. That doesn't no, work. He does steroids. Yeah. No, that's that's Bones Jones. You're Jones Bones. Okay. The other way around. <laughs> uh, Chris, which is ironic because we're doing a fucking horror movie. Chris isn't here tonight. Um, I think he got mugged at like a laundromat or something. I'm not sure what happened. But he's not here tonight, so uh, we won't have to hear him give this movie a gold star. Because you know he would. Oh, of course. You know he's just like all, all freaking cuckoo for Cocoa Pups over this. But Alright, so the movie we're doing tonight is called Bleed. It is 2016 release. It has 3.6 stars on IMDb. Uh, <laughs> description goes as this. Yeah. It seemed perfect. A new house, a new marriage, a child soon to be born. But when Sarah and Matt invite their friends to celebrate, the situation turns deadly as they enter a burned-out prison on a ghost hunt. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's more exciting like, than the movie. Yeah, it was. I got fired up right there. That was. Yeah, I. I mean, I guess that's the story for this. You know, it's, I don't know. It's the stereotypical horror. Some people make some really stupid decisions, and they pay the consequences for it. That's how I really describe this movie. But. Oh man, I I was not excited. I'm never excited when we get these horror movies. Anytime Chris goes, "Oh, you guys," I'm just like, "Yep, yeah. nope, this is gonna suck." Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're in the opposite. Oh, yeah. you guys, <laughs> I just hear bump, bump, bump in my head. <laughs> uh. 
and uh, listeners, I, I feel like I got to include you on this because I don't want to be super transparent. But the group, us as a co-host organism, has decided to revoke the privileges from Chris of the random movie selection because we feel like he's cursed because we keep getting all these terrible horror yes. movies. Horror. <laughs> uh, so I, we haven't decided who's going to do it next, but we know it's not going to be Chris. He's not even here for this episode, so it all works out. Uh, so yeah, I wasn't excited. I don't think anybody really was excited. I really didn't have any expectations going into this other than, oh yeah, another horror movie, blah, 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 blah. But, um, I don't know. Jones, where are you at on this one, man? What, what were you, what were you expecting? I was expecting shit. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I mean, like, it, you know, yeah, like you said, it's like, he's like, oh God, and he's all excited and we're like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and it's like we already know like a week in advance we already know what this movie is going to be uh yeah i mean no uh, my expectations were that this was going to be a bad movie and my expectations were not wrong yeah yeah scott you, you got anything different man i don't not really no uh i just wanted to echo what you guys have said already um yeah chris liked it that means i don't like it <laughs> and he's not here to defend himself or this piece of drivel. So <laughs> speed it up. Yeah, it's it's so true. Um, God, this movie was just so not memorable. You know, like I'm trying to think back to even the opening credits, and um, I don't know, man. I just yeah, I just watched it Sunday. Uh, yeah, I watched it Sunday. Yeah, as well. it is currently Tuesday. And I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. Still bad. <laughs> so it starts out with the, like the barkeep or the, I guess he's a shopkeeper. It wasn't really a bar. I mean, it could have been, who knows? Like the, the back in the 1970s, right? And it's like a shopkeeper sitting behind the counter talking to another individual. And I think they're talking about rabbit hunting or something like that. Yeah. Something about cottontails yeah, or cotton whatever. Tail. Yeah. And um, it's a really dreary scene. I mean, everything's like grays and browns and it's just like it looks like a freaking ghost town to begin with. And then like this little girl comes in to buy some gumballs and she's got this weird moon birthmark and they freak out and start like she runs off and they go chasing her. And then like I think the credits roll after that whole scene. I might yeah, it was be a wrong. Prelude. Yeah. Yeah. It- and um, I, I just I wasn't like to beginning. Like, to begin with, like, I wasn't digging the movie just because of the coloring. Like, it just, I know it's a horror movie, and I, I know they're trying to, I don't even know, set the tone in terms of, like, this is going to be a depressing film, or this isn't anything to be happy about. And uh, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not <laughs> looking forward to the rest of the film. And, uh, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Go ahead, go ahead Jones. What do you got, yeah. man? And I want to, I mean, from somebody who is trying to study a little bit of uh, camera work and exposure and stuff like that, I feel like for a horror movie, uh, they really set that tone pretty successfully, I think, because a lot of times they'll just turn down the exposure or they'll turn off the lights or something. uh, And what happens is it gets really, like, it's dark, it's hard to see. But I, I think they controlled the shadows very well, and there was it wasn't grainy. 
and it, it looked to me like it didn't look at the at least at the start it didn't look like a three point whatever on IMDb. And immediately I was like, all right, I might give this a chance. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about it offline that it seemed like the production quality was pretty decent for yeah. the budget. I mean, we say it was a small budget. It was like, you said it was like half a million or something like that. Yeah. I mean, that's um, considered low budget. Yeah, which is crazy because, like, you know, half a million dollars is a ton of money. Um, More than that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I was the same. I was the same boat. I agree. Like, aside from the coloring, and the overall tone, yeah. I did appreciate that the camera work was actually somewhat decent, and the production quality was pretty good. Um, what about you, Scott? What would you think? Yeah, it was watching. This? It was uh, they the so the the people that did this they went to the Call of Duty, um, school of of <laughs> <Yeah>. recording <laughs> Call. things, setting the tone, <laughs> the, all the Browns and all that stuff. But um, Call of Battle on the field of duty. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The uh. Uh, I was impressed in the in the very beginning as well. Um, up until the credits started, and it was just like uh, you you got me going. The movie got me going, and then these lo- really long, boring credits. Right? It reminded me of mm-hmm. reminded me of like an, a '90s sitcom. You know, <laughs> I, I was expecting the Fresh Prince to come out and start talking about going to Bel Air, but. Um, so it was like I had a, a little bit of a peak of interest, and then it all went downhill from there, and just completely tanked. But uh, yeah, as far as the introduction goes, it's it, I think it it was okay. It was okay, and then the then um, those credits, man, I don't understand that. You're like trying to tell me a story, uh, but you're going to interrupt the story for like two minutes. It, it was almost as if the people that made the movie were like, you know what? Nobody's ever gonna watch this to the end, dude. We gotta get our name <laughs> out there right now in the beginning, because nobody is gonna know that we, you know, that we were involved in this. Yeah. It was well, yeah. it was kind of a common thing in terms of here's a story. Oh, just kidding. I felt like they were trying to tell like four different stories at once because you have the brother and sister who experience ghosts at a young age and can see things, and then. One of their friends is uh, diagnosed schizophrenic, and she's on antipsychotics, but she can also see things. But that has no impact on what they're currently seeing. Like yeah. she, hers are just regular hallucinations, and theirs are like we're the chosen one hallucinations. <laughs> and then you have like this other story where there's a cult in this town, and they have some weird belief system that they keep hinting at. And then on top of that, you have another story where you have this prison that like had a serial killer in it that wasn't really a serial killer, but now he's a ghost serial killer. And that just, helps people. Yeah, but he's actually a good people. guy after he... But he's still... But originally, he was part of the cult to begin with, yeah. you know? And, like, it was so weird, man. The story went so many different directions. Yes. And yeah, I think it, they I think they tried... I think they thought it went into one direction. Like, I think they thought they were going to, like, confuse you, and then, oh, I get it, like, at the end, when they do this stupid ending. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was all over the place. You know, uh, you know that meme, uh, I, I hate to mention, actually, no, I don't hate to mention it, but have you ever seen that, that <laughs> meme of the blind kid playing football? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, all it is is like, I just like to play football because it's fun, and then it's like this blind kid running around the field, and it's like, what the fuck is going on? That's what was in my head, like, the whole time this movie was playing. And, and then 
at the end with that you know uh, jones you mentioned the stupid ending at the end is when that kind of came to a crescendo and that's all i could hear in my head was like what the hell is going what is going on do you guys did you am i alone did you guys follow any of that or like i was no i didn't man dude i thought about i honestly i wanted to watch the movie again and then pull out my whiteboard and then, like, try to piece it all together <laughs> and Make try like to a game plan it. We're gonna John. Madden I wanted to it. give it a chance. Like, I wanted yeah. to see. Like, they were trying to build um, some sort of mythology here, but none of it added up. None of it. Like, I didn't understand what they were trying to tell me. Yes, I think you're right. It's like they at the end where she, you know, the old lady asked the woman. Um, do you want your kid to to live a long life? And she says yes, and then they kill her. I think that was supposed to be some sort of a aha moment, but it, did, yeah, it didn't but work. It, like a like a balance thing, you know? Like well, but like like something was probably set up, and like yeah, I, like there was like it made it made no sense. So and my my wife kind of brought this up. The little girl in the beginning, her name is like uh, Anna Harris or something like that, right? Um, yeah. I kept, and I like, kept thinking Anna Ferris. It, right, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it wasn't the year that she died, like, the year that um, one of the characters was born? Like, the, the same the day. Lady or yeah, the same like day. Her and her brother are twins. Yeah. So, see, I think that was supposed That's to be the connection. That's what they were going for. But, yeah. But how? Yeah. How, how does that happen and why? Like, if you're trying to build a mythology, you can't leave that out. Like, it can't yeah. just be just because... I don't know. Agree. Yeah. I mean, we're kind of skipping ahead just a little bit here, but that's fine. Yeah, like, it's, 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 it's really easy to do with this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. yeah it's, it's, it's cool. Um, yeah, but uh, I don't know, man, this, I'm still trying to wrap my head around what even, what I even watched. And like I said, it's, it's, it's hard too, cause it's a little forgettable. So I watched it Sunday. Here it is Tuesday or is it? Yeah, it's Tuesday. <laughs> See, I almost thought it was Wednesday. <laughs> Work's got me all over the place. But, um, yeah, man, I, I I don't know. It was everywhere. So, like, in terms of things that they did good, I was 50-50 on the soundtrack. Because I liked that it wasn't all your typical horror, like, string synth, like, scary mood music, you know? Like, they, they tried to throw some rap and stuff. Or not rap, sorry, rock and stuff in there. And, um it just seemed like ill times. It's original almost. music. Yeah. The the guy who did the opening song, he was mm. actually an actor in. Have you ever seen Wonderlust? Yes. It sounds really familiar. Yes, I have. Yeah, he's an actor in Wonderlust. Yeah. So like mm. some of this music is just. Yeah, I think. I mean, it goes into my negatives, and I don't want to jump ahead, but but yeah, some of the music was him, and then it looked like they just bought some ominous music pack and then like <laughs> just uploaded it and didn't even like try to mix it but put that got that stuff off of soundcloud <laughs> yeah you can even hear the soundcloud <laughs> the watermark uh, audio t- watermark in the background <laughs> oh man uh, well see i i enjoyed the the song in the beginning it, it like the no, very the first like 10 seconds until the vocals came in almost had a Led Zeppelin when the levee breaks feel to it. Like it was that bluesy rock. And I was like, all right. And then like the vocals kicked in. I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. That, that <laughs> helped. That helped actually to, to start uh, or to yeah. peak my interest. <laughs> but in terms of, I don't, I don't really have any scenes that I super enjoyed. Um, 
there's definitely some scenes I want to talk about, maybe not so much in a negative way, but, um, no, I guess the majority of them are all negative now that I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Like, it's just some scenes really made me go, huh? Yes. Or WTF, man. Yes. Yeah, I can't really th- think of anything that was, like, funny or... Red, rednecks, even... rednecks are scary. That's, a, that's another another nail in that in and, that coffin. And stupid, right? Rednecks are scary and yeah, stupid, like, yes. And That's the, the cliche they were going for. Old lady rednecks are even scarier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, she made like some crazy ass noise. It's scream in the field, yeah. Which um well I, I so overall and Jones and I were kind of talking this before the show is overall I thought the acting was actually pretty decent for the most part and specifically I th- I thought that they're delivering their their lines well, like the majority of it seemed yeah, it felt convincing. Mental. Yeah, like it didn't feel like they were acting. It just I believed that these were real people having a real conversation. And even the emotions were coming across well, especially between the husband and wife um, yeah. regarding like the baby and stuff. Like I totally thought they were a couple and I saw the chemistry and I believed it and it was good acting. So I definitely want to give him a nod in that regard. Actually, um, I like the brother in that aspect. He was. I just didn't like his character. He was cheesy. So yeah, the character, was, the, acting. the character was cheesy, but the, the stereotypical just, hippie bro. <laughs> Yeah, and I've never understood that. Like in my notes, I wrote "edgy hipsters." Yay! Yay! <laughs> Yay! Ellipsis. <laughs> I gave them more credit. I called them hippies. Yeah, it's just ugh. The whole take a picture so we can prove we were here. And that just gl- bothered me <laughs> so much. <laughs> yeah, and. Living in a van down by the river. <laughs> Steady government supply of. Government cheese, you know? <laughs> yeah, channeling their Matt Foley there. But I don't know. I thought I actually thought the majority of the acting was actually pretty good. And um, I don't want to take too much Dave, away from the actors. What was his name? Which one was Dave? Let me see here. The, uh, uh, Limu Nelson. The black guy who incidentally died yeah. first. I just uh, want to throw that out there. I knew it was so, going to happen. Like, I, I just, I wrote it down. Like, I like to write predictions down so I can prove it. I, I wrote it down. But it wasn't, it was kind of obvious because yeah. they follow a simple formula. Yeah. But that, you know, honestly, his death scene was pretty interesting. It was one of my favorites. It was like ghost neck bite things, yeah, you know? Cool. It was pretty cool. And, yeah, like, like that, five, I, I enjoyed that. Five minutes after he died, though, we find out that maybe this guy is not like all that bad. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, yeah like, he just like, killed one of the <laughs> he just killed one of the good guys. Why'd you kill that? It's guy, so easy dude? to creep into the negatives of this movie, <laughs> even I with think, the good parts. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I have a I have a couple of positives, right? At, go, go ahead, man. Like so, I had one, so. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> My first positive was the very first scene when um, uh, the hippie lady was taking a bath. And I, I've, I found that odd, too, that she was like, they just served dinner. And then sat she, down to eat. <laughs> yeah, she goes, hey, I'm going to hey, go take a bath. I'm going to go take a bath. <laughs> Is that cool? And like, what? Okay. Yeah, it's, but, it's something I wrote down, too. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> but anyway, uh, so she's in the bathtub, right? And... Uh, She's kind of closing her eyes. She dips her head under the water and she sees a ghost standing on top of her uh, or some creepy guy, right? 
So my very first positive is, oh my god, Rob Zombie is in this movie. Yes. Holy <laughs> shit! But it's not him. You know. Damn spoilers. it! You beat me to it. It's but. not him. But I was like, that scene was was done though. It, it creeped me out. You know, I didn't get a jump scare out of it, but I thought it was pretty well done. It was creepy as hell. It was. Yeah, it was. What was that? What was that movie we watched? Um, where it was like a ghost, like a poltergeist. Oh, poltergeist in Boiley Forest. Yes, American Poltergeist Two. Yeah. That's that's what it made me think of. Was like that's what. They- uh Oh, Jones, you cut out, bro. Are you? Can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, you're good now. Sorry, I, I hit my mute button. But uh, but yeah, it, it reminded me like a better version of uh of that. Like the, that's what they tried to pull off. Yes. I can agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, uh, what are your other positives, Scott? My, my other positive is the only other the only other one that I have is um, when they tried to leave the prison, uh, and they just kind of happened to come back to it. I know that's kind of a generic and uh, like tropey horror thriller kind of a thing, but um, I like that kind of stuff. Rather, I know, would take trope though. Like trope is better than some of the shit they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the I issue I had that. with that though is they didn't really offer an explanation for it. Oh, like in this, other yeah. whole other instances or movies where you see that is like, oh, there's dark forces that are conspiring against this, or there's some sort of curse, or there's magic, or there's some spirit that's like manipulating things. Yeah, we didn't get any of that with this. Like it was just, hey, we're going through the woods. Oh, hey, we're back at the prison. Again, um, it goes back to they tried to build a mythology, but they didn't do enough. Like, they didn't yeah. do enough to explain that, and then among other things. Sorry, Scott, I'm, like, pooping all over No, no, I'm done, man. I was I was just <laughs> thinking, like, my the hamster in my in my head was running, and I was thinking about uh, how all of the all the cultists are all police officers or sheriff's deputies. Uh, and I was wondering... Yeah. Why? Why does this little podunk place have so many damn cops? Like, what? <laughs> there's like 15 of them. <laughs> anyway, yeah, they're so trustworthy. Yeah, yeah, apparently. It's a connection yeah. to um, what did we watch? The Chainsaw Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh yes. Maybe that. Maybe that's a trope. You know, like small town and the cop can't be trusted. Maybe that's like a thing that they tried to achieve. All of them can't be trusted. That's right. <laughs> it's funny. So I'm just going to jump into mine real quick. Yeah, so, go ahead, man. Um, it's, I don't like talking about what I wrote for my notes. I just like to just say it. But you, you mentioned that bath scene, and I wrote, because I tried to get the thought like right away. I wrote, hippie takes a shower, then jump scare, smoke thing, spits blood. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that was the only way I knew how to describe it. it, was, it I really liked that scene. It was really cool. And yeah, I, I and and I was telling James before we started that um, I really didn't give a shit about the characters, so I made up nicknames for everybody. <laughs> yes. So yeah, hippie lady, <laughs> and then Rob Zombie. I I wrote that down for him. Um, this is my own positive, I guess. Uh, Asian girl, pregnant lady, like all that black guy. Uh, but yeah, so I the movie, like I said at the opening, the movie looked good. And the camera moves were good. They were motivated. Like, they made sense. Mm-hmm. The acting was decent. Um, it was good, actually. I'd say it was better. I liked... They tr- they showed some glimpses. They tried to do this thing where... Who was it? Brie? Was Brie the Asian chick? 
Uh, I'm yes. not going to try. Yes. I'm going to go with my notes. Asian lady, uh, she's schizophrenic. Um, and they tried to do this thing where they're confusing the viewer. Like, is she really seeing this? Or is this something that's actually happening? And I thought that was that in and of itself would have been a very terrifying and interesting movie if that was if it was just about her. But I like that part. And then again, my favorite part of the entire movie was where at the end she drops her Thorazine, which I have a negative about. She drops her Thorazine and that falls into like this blood and then some hands are falling out. And so, because they set it up earlier, you don't know if she's actually seeing those hands or if they're right. real. Or if right. And, I, and yeah. I thought that was, like, the coolest horror film part in any of the shitty horror films that we've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot yeah, about I, that I really scene. Liked, that, that one was yeah. really good. I remember, really, I remember mentioning that, too, to my wife. I was like, hey, is she... Is she they're, they're, they're going along the lines of, like, is this what she's seeing, or does she think she's this stuff is just yeah, in her head, or it is it real? Like, uh, yeah. And they set it up pretty well early on, so it was. I like that. It was pretty good. It's the only follow through in the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, 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 yeah, no. The, I so whenever I take notes, I like to have like a section just for setups to see if anybody, uh, see if they pay them off later on. Yeah, and they rarely do in these three star movies. Um, let's see. I'm trying to be super nice here. I liked the, I liked when Dave got messed up by Rob Zombie. That was really cool. Like he like ghost cut his throat. That was kind of cool. Um, all right, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm sad now, man. Cause you got me thinking about this alternate movie that we could have had. Yeah. No, like. That's what I or, felt like. It, it, it if they had they were so close. If they would have just been like another hour, like yeah. fleshing this story out in in the in the the early stages of the movie, I feel like it could have been a really cool, interesting movie. But they didn't yeah, tie everything just, together. I'm just thinking of this alternate story where Bree, the Asian chick and pregnant lady, could have met years ago, like. In, in a treatment facility, you know, because yeah. she grew up seeing yeah. things, and like, you know, Brie was schizophrenic at a young age, and yeah, like maybe uh, Sarah's not on her meds because she's pregnant, so who knows if these hallucinations are real? And then of course, Brie starts having the uh, associated psychotic features, and she's like trying to pump Thorazine into her to combat it, but who, you know, like that would have been a cool story. Okay, so for the record, this is now intellectual property. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Spielberg. Take your cold, dead hands off of it. Wait, he's dead? No. no. Well, I mean, by, by the time this podcast gets are, any kind of for the record, notoriety. Threatening him. Yeah, Spielberg, that's a promise. I mean. Uh, oh, man. But no, that would have been a cool story, man. And now you got me sad because this movie sucked. Um, yeah, nothing. Yeah, so I mean, we could probably let's 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 spend let's sit on these these negatives for a minute because it's gonna be fun. Um, so there's a there's a few things like I I think the scene that bothered me the most out of everything, aside from the super convoluted story with zero payoffs, because mm-hmm. like they even tried to tie in the whole butterfly thing, and that was just dumb and pointless, and I didn't. 
really get why they were doing the payoff for that. But aside from that, like the scene that really bothered me the most was when um, hippie brother guy, what's his name? Uh, Eric, right? Played by Riley Smith is like, all right. So he's, he's forcing his girlfriend to, she wants to leave. She's creeped out. And he's like forcing her to stay in this area so they can get, whatever, electro voice phenomenons, EVPs and all this stuff because they think they're freaking ghost hunters. Um, Ghost facers for you supernatural fans out there. I always think of that anytime (laughs) I think of ghost hunters. Shit's hilarious. But so he's like four and she's like legit terrified, right? She had a vision of something and she's scared and she's got this bad feeling. And then within three seconds, all of a sudden she's horny and wants to have sex. Yes. Yeah. That was the worst. What the Hell was that, that was the first was thing that made me go WTF. So now they're going at it in this like gross prison cell in a place that's burned down. And does the ghost like take over her boyfriend's body? Or, you know, like is he being possessed or is she just hallucinating? We don't really get an idea of what's going on there. So anyway, like they're having sex and she sees this crazy Rob Zombie character and she reaches over and grabs, I don't even know what, a rusty nail or something. And, like, slashes the dude's throat, a.k.a. her boyfriend. So now he's, like, bleeding profusely. Luckily enough, one of the dudes is a doctor. So he runs in there and goes to patch up the bleeding. But then, of course, the wound disappears. And then everybody's fine. Nobody wants to address the issue of why the hell did you just try and slit his throat? Like, (laughs) everybody forgets this attempted murder that just took place. And everyone's friends all of a sudden. No one's one's freaking out. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, we all saw this thing. So yeah, she she definitely she had a reason to slit his throat. Yeah. <laughs> like, we trust as, you. As soon as that scene took place and like concluded, and everyone's just hunky dory, and the dude's got like a blood soaked shirt and this like line on his neck where he was cut, I gave up. I gave up caring. I gave up trying for this movie because how like nobody in their right mind would ignore the fact that someone just tried to cut somebody else's throat whether they were seeing things or not we don't maybe the dude was trying to rape her we don't even know like yeah, you guys aren't exactly. even asking questions or like yeah. anything like, right. yeah. <laughs> you're just letting it go and then there's another thing that ties into that pregnant lady is driving home or whatever and gets a vision of the little girl freaks out almost hits a box truck overcorrects rolls her vehicle Box truck, truck just keeps on yeah, going, man. Keeps like, going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he sees him, going. he honks. He kept going. Sees her drive off the road like, nope. and then just keeps driving. Nope, I'm out of like, here. And oh my God. The, the whole movie is like a, the, the like everything is shoehorned and yeah. things just happen to, to further the plot, which I know is something that you really like, James. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Part, I, of, I, that's... part of their accident is the only thing they, that gets messed up is her cell phone. And it's yeah. like well, and her car, utter, well, her transportation. Yeah, but yeah. yes, yeah. that's it. Just but yeah, it was that's it, exactly. It was just a reason to get her to the prison, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah, like basically make her vulnerable, and it was dumb because they could have done it. Like have a freaking deer run out in the road. That way you don't have to involve any other people. You know, <laughs> I would have been okay with that's that. That's too cliche, James. Or have have the ghost appear in the middle of the road, so she has to swerve and wreck her car, like like they did or the in girl. other. Yeah, like a thousand other freaking ghost movies, you know? But those two scenes just really shut me down from any kind of trying. And 
Uh, God, it just it bothered me so much. The guy driving then, the truck must have been a, a scary redneck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... An, <laughs> and who knows? Maybe that's what they were hoping you would piece together. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's a deleted scene somewhere. Uh, so one thing, and maybe you guys can add in on this because you both got kids and stuff. What's the fascination with having a kid at home? Why do, why do people still want to act like this is the 17th century? Uh, and like, don't ask me, man. It's it's just weird to me. I mean, I, I'm not a dad, but I'm a medical professional, and there's a reason why like birth rates are up because we have medical facilities with like drugs and <laughs> sterile environments <laughs> and all the, competent individuals. All the, <laughs> all the things that are part of the reason why we don't die at thirty on average. <laughs> anymore but what it the bigger question though is what was that scene trying to prove like what it, what was the purpose of that scene yeah there was no like there was no think, payoff to that well she gave birth in a barn or something i think what they were trying i wasn't talking about that i was talking about when she I know, was but there was no payoff to it though right yeah i think what they were trying to do is like um humanize her like make us care you know like oh she's planning like she's pregnant and they're looking forward to having the baby and they have these plans and it, yeah, but, it just makes them relatable in a strange way, you know. But any line you put in a movie, like there has to be some reason they're talking about it. You got to yeah. bring it back somehow. Like they didn't even try. Right. Maybe they did. Maybe like the end in the barn. Maybe that was their attempt of foreshadowing or something. I don't know. Well, they they could have done a better job because didn't the little girl from the seventies live in that house. Like she discovered her journal, right? When she was in the closet, yeah. like maybe that would have been where the little girl was born because back then they couldn't make it to the hospital. And maybe there was a lot, like some throwaway line. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I want to have the baby in here. Exactly. Like, yeah. Something's, something's, something's drawing me to me. this. Yeah. yeah. Like that would make where, more you, where you at trip Rame? Is that your name? Yeah. Take, take notes, Mr. Trip Rame. <laughs> We're already making a better way. movie, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean that I don't know. And the characters bothered me. The acting was good, but the characters just bothered me. Like Yeah, it wasn't ooh, their fault. Edgy hipsters and then yeah, so oh, like brother and sister have visions and they think they're like especially the brother, man, like what kind of weird narcissistic ghost complex do you have where like you're the chosen one? Like you just had your throat slit, homie, and all of a sudden you're like, No, we're supposed to be here. Well, that's why uh, I no. initially thought that uh, what you said, like the ghost was possessing him, and that's what was causing him to want to stay. And I was yeah, like, oh, credit. yeah, I think so. I think so. Because I assumed, I was like, oh, he's the go- He's now the, the bad guy ghost thing, and he is trying to convince them to stay so that he can figure out how to kill them all because uh, he's a psychotic killer. I'm like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. But no, nah, no, nah, he... Mm-mm. See, Trip Rame making a better movie already, man. (laughs) (laughs) But, and that's another thing is like, so let's say people do have visions. They have, as they call it in the movie, a gift, or as I call it, psychotic features. Um, (laughs) Let's let's say they do have this gift and they can see the spirit world and they can communicate with it and they're like a conduit and stuff. Like, why does it always have to be like, oh no, they want to be heard or they're, they're, they're trying to tell us something and we have to be here to save them. Why can't it just be, uh, no, maybe like there are bad people and now they're even worse ghosts and you don't want to stay in this area. 
for all we know, they were a member of the, the blood, you know, the bloods and they're psychopaths and maybe <laughs> you should just get out of here, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. You're in the middle of a ghost turf war. Like, they, they, want, <laughs> they want to be heard. They're like, okay, so do a lot of things. <laughs> well, I'll see you guys yeah, later. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It just seems lazy, so to speak. But I don't want to monopolize. Who's, who's up? Who, who wants to rip it? Go ahead, Scott. Uh, I think I pretty much hit all the stuff. I mean, I could sit here and and let me Google the the script for you, and and that can be. I'll just start reading that, and that can be my negative. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think we hit all the stuff that I was really kind of keyed in on. Um, it was just I just wish the story was better. Random like, and pointless. things. Yeah, random yeah. and pointless. Like, what's and What's I, behind the moon tattoos? Why does the cult the cult even yeah. worship this stuff or look forward to it? Or you know what I mean? Like yeah, and then the, the give end, me some background. Like I said before, the end of the movie is like I, I had no idea what was going on. I'm like okay, I, I've now lost an hour and twenty minutes of my life that I'll never get back. It wasn't even an hour, it was an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, oh. minus there was, credits. Yeah. There was nine minutes <laughs> minus the of cred- credits. Minus the credits. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, yeah. I think they wanted to hit hundred or an hour and twenty minutes, so they 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 just made a fuck ton of credits. But in in the beginning, it's like the same dude being being listed over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the beginning. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, that would have been funny. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. The story was all over the place. Jones, come on, man. You gotta have some more negatives. Well. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on to uh, I can't remember his name. We'll just call it hippie bro- or hippie brother, hippie boyfriend. He um so his neck Living in heels. A van down by- we right. should just call him Matt Foley. Matt He's Foley. Matt Foley. Foley. Right. Is that his name though? Isn't his name Matt? No, it's Eric. Oh no, Matt's the husband. All right, I got I got something about him too. So Matt Foley, that's how that's what we're gonna do. Matt Foley gets cut in the neck, and he heals. First of all, why and how? Mm-hmm. Secondly, he gets shot in the head later on. So I'm thinking, okay, so is this going to be one of those like he's still going to be healed? And they didn't. He just gets shot in the head and he's dead. Like that made no sense. Like I thought they were going to try and set that up and pay it off. So the bigger question is, how did he heal? And why did he heal? Why did whatever it is heal him? How did he? Like I just have all these questions just off of this one little thing. And it yeah. it drives me nuts. Like, and we keep bringing it up. They just jam so much crap. To uh, maybe they're just trying to bombard you with shit, <laughs> so that you think it's it's good and and edgy and smart. And you have oh, I just don't get it because I need to watch it again to to understand. I have no idea. It just made no sense to me. But like, um, let's see the audio. Uh, here's an issue I I really had with the movie. First of all, you can have good acting, good cinematography, good anything. But I'm listening to this with noise-canceling headphones. And I hear poorly, poorly, poorly cut audio. And to me, that's a big, like, it takes me out of the movie completely. Because A, they're like I mentioned, they're using stock audio all the way, like stock ominous tones pack 101. And <laughs> for 1999. And it's poorly mixed. All the audio levels are mi- like there's this dialogue. So what you do when you try to mix audio is you try to take 
all these shots and then you try to blend them. So you add like a room ambient tone so that it just like blends them all together. Didn't even try to do that. It was just that that part was was really bad. Um, Matt Matt gets killed or no no, no Matt saves pregnant lady right. She's on a table. He comes in there and he like <laughs> cuts her free. Yeah. And then she could easily help him. Yes. Oh, she <laughs> just books it, dude. She just, runs she away. just, she just fucking books it. <laughs> she just bounces. Even my wife, yeah, my wife at that part, she goes, "Baby, if that was me, I would try to help you." And I'm like, "Thank you." She Thank didn't you even much. try. No. See, like, I, I, look, see I looked over. I looked over at my wife, and I was like, "You would." <laughs> <laughs> and then nice. So, the opening. First of all, the opening thirty minutes made no sense. It 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 didn't do anything for the rest of the movie. It kind of established the characters, but why are they talking? Why are they talking about how poor he is and why he's getting a check? Why is mm-hmm. Matt walking into whatever her name is screaming in the bath and then his wife is like, "Hey, why are you looking at a naked chick?" None like none of this stuff paid any role into the movie. None of it paid off at all. Right. It was a well, giant well, be, waste of time. I agree with that, but to be fair to Matt, like if if guest was in my house and I heard a scream, like of course I would yeah. feel inclined oh, yeah, to go investigate, you know yeah, what absolutely. I mean? The issue I didn't have the issue I had was that why did that why did you spend time of your of your $550,000 budget? You put <laughs> you put a clip of the wife being jealous or mad. Like and it, it served no purpose in the movie at all. Like they didn't cuz the wife oh, pregnant lady oh, wasn't even pregnant lady wasn't even in the the prison for most of the movie. She was just driving around. They had to hit 120 minutes, good sir. Oh yeah, you're so. right. That is the purpose. <laughs> just and like then, we don't need a close-up shot of you grilling crappy burgers, but it was in there. <laughs> oh, but I'm a veg. Oh, of course. I, I wrote that. Of course she is. Like <laughs> But she said, I'm a veg. And he's yeah. like, oh, you're a veg. Like, that's how human beings talk to each other. Oh, man. Yeah. There were a couple times, too, like the microphone. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the boom pole, like, is seen. Oh, like, it was God, just no, a sloppy movie. Seriously? Wow. Yeah. Well, the, one, the one technical thing that I noticed, and I was wondering if you saw it, too, was when uh, the husband and the wife were having a conversation on either side of the bed. And, like, they have the... the camera angle where they're both frames and like the beds in the middle it was really blurry around the edges like mm-hmm. just right where they were standing and then they would cut to like each face every time they had to say a sentence and then they would go back to that frame and it was just blurry like around the edges and i noticed it right away and i just don't know if like they were they probably you know, intended to do that trying but... to hide something <laughs> yeah no because it's maybe easier they just than moving shit around testing the limits of their camera Lens or something. Yeah, I, I don't so that's know. that's called the shallow depth of field, and a lot of times they'll do that, and then like the wider shot will be a deeper depth of field. But it has to be like everything you put in, like everything that shows up in the final movie needs to be there for a reason. And that yeah, I, there was no reason for it, so I didn't I didn't catch it. But I think it was more just character. I thought a lot of the stuff was character development. Like they wanted they wanted me well, to they care. Thought it was about these characters, so that when they start dying, I'd be concerned. But. I, Really wasn't. No. Yeah. Um, no. And then like there are these stupid jump scares that were stupid and predictable. Like the music would ramp up and then turn off and then there's this like negative space off to the right and then boom there's someone there. And it was just like 
Ah, you got me. <laughs> oh, one more thing that really made me go, what the fuck? What's and how, how dumb are you? So they're in the one prison cell where they end up doing it. And they find, like, the burned candle on, like, the little shelf. And then above that is, like, some words written in blood. And they just got done looking at a tombstone. And not even all the letters were backwards, right? And he looks up at yeah. it and he's like, yeah, they, they must be a cult. And Syriana must have been what they worshipped. I'm like, Everybody no, you Everybody watching the movie yeah. knows it's a backwards. <laughs> yes. And I was like, that's Anna yes, Harris, Anna you fucked Harris. hard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you stupid ass. Even if you don't know the, the name, you're not familiar with it, you see the letters are backwards. Yes. Yes. And she looks at it, and then Sarah actually looks at it in the mirror. And it was yeah. like, oh my goodness, there's this huge yeah. epiphany. Like, <sighs> Like she I, just cracked the freaking code. Uh. I face palmed into a concussion. <laughs> Syriana, that must have been the god they worship, bro. <laughs> you pass that weed, bro. So cool. Yeah, yeah. that was another thing. Is they're like getting high every time, like yeah, yeah, they're smoking weed, and then so like they're they're at the prison and they're they're like light up like oh, we don't want anybody to see us. Yet they were lighting up in front of everybody else at the dinner table early right. on. Yeah. Didn't make any sense to me either. But my absolute biggest gripe with this movie, and I think you guys will agree, was like the last 15, 20 minutes of it where it was like their big reveal, like where everything's supposed to come together, where Sarah sees this projection of something, like it's a, the girl that she keeps seeing in her visions on the wall. Mm-hmm. And there's no explanation for it. She she's not hallucinating, and this is a movie that has somebody who's schizophrenic who's hallucinating. So it's hard for me to understand what they were trying to go for. Is everybody schizophrenic? Or well, schizophrenic was dead at that point, though. I know, but the point is, yeah. is like, you went with one person being schizophrenic, and you toyed with is she seeing it or are we seeing it, like sort of thing. But mm-hmm. then she sees this projection on the wall. It made no sense. It was like. That plus she gets caught and then they they give birth to the baby and then she's like, do you want the baby to live? It's not breathing right now. And she's, she, she has this weird like flashback and then she says, yes. So Sarah knew nothing about what was going on, mm-hmm. but it looked like she knew that she had to die. But like, I don't know. The whole thing was just so forced and it just, like I said, I wanted to put it on a drywall or a, a whiteboard and see, like, take it in order because it looked like they pieced it all together out of order and just see if I can make more sense of it. But then I was like, what's the fucking point? Yeah. <laughs> the movie's supposed to why? tell me this. Yeah, why? Yeah, and, it was, and that's, it was and, pretty bad. And like we've mentioned several times tonight, this movie could have been good. Like if you tweak a few things and then take like 90% of it out, this could have been an interesting movie. Definitely, man. I don't, I mean... Uh, the story, like you, like you're saying right now, the story is the biggest thing for me. Obviously, there was the the WTF scenes, but this story really just it was all over the place, and mm-hmm. it, it bombarded you from all the wrong angles, and there was no payoffs and no real deep connections that mattered, and it just it was just dumb. It was just like I said, turned me off from the beginning, and I didn't really care anymore. Um, yeah, because you can have a good looking movie, but that doesn't mm-hmm. matter. It never matters because. If you don't care about the characters and you can't follow the story, then what's the point in sitting down and watching the movie? Right. Oh, what do you think, guys? Safe to wrap this one up? Yeah, I please. Think I think we've hit it with a shovel. 
<laughs> or cut its hand off with the shovel, which happened. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, um, yeah, my, my first, first impressions versus my opinion now, not a damn thing has changed. Uh, Chris is banished from the randomizer, and he's not allowed to pick anymore. And if we get a horror movie for next week, I'm not going to tell him. And we're going to pick something else. <laughs> like, I'm going to click it again. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I always feel bad banishing a movie just because people worked hard on it and people thought they were probably doing something good or maybe it was a learning experience. And if it created jobs, at least there's that positive aspect of it yeah, for exactly. somebody. But uh, I... Like I said, like Scott said, man, 120 minutes that can't get back, and I don't want to subject anyone else to it. And I, I feel bad for our listeners because they go and watch these movies, and then they have to sit through it. And um, yeah, this is yeah, you're so welcome. I guess I, I yeah, <laughs> I would banish this. I would definitely get rid of it. Um, I'd burn it in a prison. Ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. there. Yeah, we didn't even mention that uh, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, the whole prison burning scene, crooked guards setting up the cult guy, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, it didn't matter. That's why we didn't mention it because yeah, exactly. it didn't matter. Yeah. What about you, Scott? Where are you at on this one? Uh, I I absolutely despise this movie. I think this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. Um, wait, wait, wait! Dead Silence, yeah. bad. Yeah. American Poltergeist, too bad. Yeah. At least that one was entertaining. Like to watch because that one so had a bad. sick server room, right? <laughs> yeah, that one I got entertainment value out of. This movie, it was, it was campy and cheesy, and everything was shoehorned in. It was forced. Stuff happened just to further the plot. Yada yada yada. All the stuff we talked about, and yet I didn't laugh at it. American Poltergeist right. too. Yeah. I laughed at that. You know, there was a. Couple this made me mad. Like yes. it made me. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I got done watching it and I was like, okay, fuck this. No. <laughs> no. No. So yeah, I'm I burn it. I would I would burn this in a in a prison <laughs> without in a greasy prison fire. <laughs> without burning myself. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like an idiot. Who pours <laughs> gasoline right at their feet? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So dumb. What about you, Jones? Yeah. F- fuck it. Get out of here. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. It's. I find it interesting. Oh. The the level of f bombs escalates whenever the movie is. Just oh, for sure. Total trash. Yeah. I don't think we Absolutely. swore at all during like you know Last Samurai or Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. I think that's no. it. It's just those two. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. That's but yeah. There's someone should do the analytics on that. Like, where does our profanity escalate to in yeah. accordance with how low of a rating does the movie have? <laughs> the there, there, yeah, there yeah. has to be a correlation. Be. <laughs> uh, so, who's doing the randomizer for? Oh man, I have something pulled up. Yeah, who's feeling lucky? You got something? I've got, yeah, I've got some. You you want to do it? Do it, Jones. Do All right. It. So we have our first Netflix original. Oh, oh God. We have not done this yet. Those and are, it came out in 2017. Those are usually pretty okay. good, actually. It's it's um it's only 97 minutes. It is uh described as 
a timid nursing assistant gets a new lease on life when she and a neighborhood loner track down the degenerates who broke into her house. Uh, it is 2017 Netflix original called I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore. And this is actually a movie I've wanted to see for a long time, and now I have a chance to see it and break it down. Yeah, it's got Shia LaBeouf. Or not Shia LaBeouf. Um, what the fuck's his name? Fucking Frodo. Elijah Wood. There Elijah you go. Wood. Jesus. Oh, wow. I'm sorry, yeah. Elijah Wood. You're not Shia LaBeouf. And Shia LaBeouf, you're not Elijah Wood. So... <laughs> In case you guys were confused out there. Yeah. Because we, we all them. know that they're, uh, both of those guys are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, speaking of listeners, uh, one of the one of the guys that I play uh, PUBG with, is uh, he downloaded the podcast because he listens to him at work and stuff. And he sent me a, a message tonight saying that he's actually really enjoying it. So... Justin from Wisconsin, bro. I appreciate it, and um, I look forward to more feedback from you. Yeah, man, for sure. Yeah, man, hit us up. And and we talk about the um, the Discord link for somebody for people who don't know what that is and they're just listening. Discord is just an app. It's a program that you could just jump in, and we've created the server, and you can jump in at any time. Uh, if we're in there with our microphones, you can talk to us. But if you want, you can just message us, kind of like an IM sort of thing, and we'll try and get back to you. Yeah, it's, it's browser-based, so you don't even have to download the app. If you're on That's your true. computer, you can just open up Google Chrome, Internet Explorer, Free account. Firefox, whatever, and um, just go to discord.com, and you can use it. I got it on, my, I got it on my phone, so anytime anybody yeah, posts a, anything in there, you know, totally. Yeah, I, same with me. I get a notification. I usually respond. But, um, yeah, I don't feel at home in this world anymore. That's our movie for next week. Like I said before, we're going to be doing Sharknado later. Uh, more to follow on that. We're pretty excited if everything pans out, and hopefully you guys are too. Um, this is James. Thanking you guys for joining us tonight. Uh, Scott, any final words, man? No, I do. I do notice that you posted the uh, blind kid uh, meme in, <laughs> I in <did>. Discord, though. <laughs> so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to know what we're talking about, about the blind kid playing football, go to our Discord. <laughs> <laughs> And we are not making fun of handicapped. We're just making fun of the contextual situation that allows the humor. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag just Jones, you, you, <laughs> Jones, you got anything? No, no, we're uh, feeling lonely in here. Come join us. Yeah, for sure, man. So check us out on Twitter, at 7 sins, and that's with the number 7. Instagram, I don't know if there's anything even on there. Maybe yeah. I'll yeah. post some... Jacket. Some scantily clad selfies. Maybe the fans want to see that. Who knows? You are working on being uh, a chef streamer. There you go. <laughs> uh, YouTube, nothing's going on there. Twitch, eh, we still stream every now and then. Um, check us out at patreon.com slash seven nearly sins. We already talked about Discord. More importantly, actually, it's not going to be up in time. Scott, Chris, and myself are going to be at Dragon Con this weekend. Ooh, I yes. was going to say you should come hang out with us, but I don't think this episode is going to be up in time for anyone to catch it. Um, but we'll send out some tweets for sure. But yeah, we're going to be at Dragon Con, so come hang out with us, those people in the future slash past, because this episode is going to come out after Dragon Con. Oh, so if you travelers. came out, yeah, so if you came out to Dragon Con yeah. and said, hey, what's up to Scott, Chris, and myself, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I guess that's how you'd handle that. I don't know. I have to talk more to Elon Musk about time travel and maybe Stephen Hawking or Stephen Hawking. 
But um, that's all we got. So appreciate you guys listening as always. And we'll see you next week.